1: Good morning, and welcome to Zero of Day. Uh, I am your humble host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Hailing from Cajun Land, USA, here to present you with seeds of wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation. Well, on our show, we promote a knowledge that is engaging and transforming. And, of course, our goal is to empower you, the listener, to knowing, being, doing, and impacting the world around you. And, as always, you're welcome to join us on this illuminating journey. You can do so by calling uh the uh, phone line is open and ready for anybody who wants to call 347 237 5230. 347 237 5230. Join us. The chat line is up and running, so you can get in on the live chat room on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, log in there, share your thoughts. Follow us on our Facebook page, uh, Zero Network on Facebook. Um, shoot us an email. Pastor Lorenzo Neal at gmail dot com. Uh we're on Twitter, we're on Skype. However however you want to get in touch with us, we are here for you and we're glad that you're joining us. Uh we're glad to be back. We've been out uh, a couple of weeks. We've been sick, we've uh oh, man, I tell you it's been crazy. But God be praised. We're back on the air and we're here and we're glad to be here. We're glad that you are listening to us. Uh uh we're glad that hey you've been staying with us and almost over two years now we've been able to share this great this great uh radio broadcast broadcast. I can't talk. good Lord. it. And but we're glad that you're here. And for all of you who are first time listeners, we appreciate you. We want you to know that Zero is all about so seeds of life and liberation through uh through Christ. And we cover a vast majority uh, a lot of topics here. So just sit back and enjoy. And if you call in, do whatever, Skype, chat, hey, we want to hear from you. We're glad to hear from you. It's Halloween or holy or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's that day. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit, excuse me, uh, about the uh, surge in violence in the church, when, you know recent church shootings and things of that nature. Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, uh hurricanes, Sandy, the storm of the century, as they would call it, Frankenstorm, whatever it is, and of course the election. Uh, so we get five, six days away from the election. Uh, six days away from the election. Uh, it's, it's, it's critical time, so we're going to be talking about about all that. But before we do, we got to go to. We gotta go to prayer. We gotta talk in prayer. God, we honor you. We praise you for the day. We thank you for allowing us to do the broadcast. Or we pray that you would just be with us and stand by us, and let everything we say be pleasing in your sight and to the ears of the listeners. That be edifying to the people and glorifying to you in Christ's name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Yep, it is Halloween, and I you know every every year this, this every day. I'm not every day, but you know every, every year. You know, Halloween is, I, I, sometimes it gets a bad rap, you know. There are those who think it's demonic, and, uh, you know, there there may be some demonic overtones in it, but I, I don't know. And there are those who, uh, you know, uh, I was sharing with a friend, um, it, it's not the same as when, when we were kids. When I was a kid growing up, Halloween was something. I mean, you looked forward to, cause you knew you were gonna get candy during school, and then you knew you were gonna get go candy getting candy at, at night. You know, when you were trick or treating. Trick or treating in the hood is nothing like trick or treating in the hood when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I mean, we had. We had fun. Now we had cheap costumes. You know the mask that you, you, well, you know they got all sophisticated now. You could be whatever, but you know we had cheap costumes. We made. So, I mean, I think I think I went as a cowboy for at least six years straight. <laughs> Uh, but I will tell you, my my grandparents they they were creative. You know, they couldn't afford to buy the costumes, so they were just creative. They 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 sent us uh sent us off looking good, and we walked the neighborhood. But you know, the interesting thing is when we went through the projects. It was always going through the projects because uh uh let's uh, put it this way: you, you already knew that they were going to have the penny candy. The penny candy was like, you know, little tootsie rolls and chico <laughs> uh, uh, sticks, small little chico sticks. St- y'all probably don't. If you know what I'm talking about, then you'll enjoy. You, you, you know, you'll have these flashbacks. But you know, we got the penny candy, the good kind, good kind. You know, they gave you a little handful, and if you got some, you were grateful. If you didn't get some, you know, you didn't go egg or peep somebody's house or anything like that. You know, you just. Well, you did what you did. You went on to the next one. It was always it was always fun. It, it was yeah, it's it's different today, you know. I, I walked into um I walked into Walmart and I saw you know, their costumes and and then I walked into Now, now they have these special, you know, specialized stores, Halloween stores that you only see for about a, um maybe a month, you know, they they open up in September and then stay open all September and then close after Halloween. Um these specialty shops, they get out and, um, you, you know, you want, they got all kinds of stuff. And I, I walked through one of these shops, man, I tell you, I was, I was kind of, it was a little on the gruesome side, you know, they, they didn't have any cute costumes, <laughs> you,
0: know?
1: you know, there were no cowboy and cops and robbers, you know, cowboy, and any kind of stuff that we grew up with, but, um, it was it was interesting back in the day. Not the same. We had the scare. I, we had the scare. Call RCU on there and uh, uh, get to you in just a second. Um, we had the scare going on when I was a kid. I, I, I remember around the time of the Atlanta child murders. Um, and those of you may be familiar with that. Uh, you know, at the time uh, Willie Williams was going about killing. Um, these kids, you know, males, and they—they they never suspected it was a black man killing black children, and uh, that was a scare going around in the early '80s. You know, during that time, and every yeah, and on on, on Halloween, I never forget Halloween one year. I want to say it was around eighty-one, eighty-two. I know I'm dating myself, but hey, I don't care. Uh, you know, my grandpa. The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole neighborhood was kind of scared to trick or treat that year because you know the kids in you know, Atlanta were getting killed, and they didn't know what was going on. Then they had some news report of um, uh, what razor blades and and some candy, and we had those little straw cat, the sugar straw candy things that you know. I don't know if they even make those anymore, but we had those.
0: Yes, they do, honey. Boo boo time. you take them all the time.
1: uh Oh, I don't know what happened that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so so that was that that was that was fine. I, I think I caller. You on? The, I'm gonna put you on the air. So, hello. Hello. All right. Hello? I got you, on you, want, you got me you on want, the
0: air?
1: You, on there. you want to talk about Halloween?
0: Oh, yes. You forgot Bobbin for apples. Bobby? Well,
1: I mean, oh, no. Why stuff. So we do that. We
0: used to Bob for apples.
1: I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. No, okay. I don't know why but we used to buy for apples and you remember the costumes you used to get that what you had the mask too they don't even sell those in too much anymore they sell fun but they don't sell much like you had the princess mask or the um you had a um superman mask yeah
1: yeah you know it uh, you bring up the mask that every election kind of election since uh, the mid-80s, I say '84, uh, the presidential election, uh, the candidate's match, this case in 1984, was and the person who usually went on to win candidates. and in 1984, uh, uh the most, and ninety-two Bill Clinton's mask. I mean, Bill Clinton's mask sold the most, and George Bush's mask. So, so I can to see between Romney and Obama. See, <laughs> I see
0: more people buy uh, Obama masks these days than Romney. Just my personal <laughs> opinion.
1: It may be true, but that's one of those in. Um, um, out of the way, way you make ways of you know, predicting who would be the next. That's going to be something interesting. But, uh, you know, right. it's. it's oh. Okay, I guess we lost that caller. Anyway, well, <laughs> she brought probably bobbing for apples now. We we did that, but um, I I I don't really uh, we didn't really do it, you know. I I'm gonna tell you my favorite activity at Halloween, and I'm I'm just gonna be honest here. Favorite activity at Halloween was watching uh, Charlie Brown Halloween. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm getting way off track here, but I, I'm just saying that's just what you know. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Take a quick break, and we're going to talk about. I want to get into uh, uh, Hurricane Sandy, um, and church shooting. I'm spending a, uh, a great deal uh, talking about uh, the 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 violence that's going on in church. There's there's been an increased uh, amount of violent acts in houses of worship, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that, particularly in light of the recent shooting of uh, one of Creflo Dollar's church members and a pastor in Fort Worth who was brutally murdered. So those are two things we're going to talk about. Of course, we're going to be talking about election six days away. And um, are you ready to vote? Have you voted already? And you don't have to tell you who you voted for. That's an, uh, it's important only to you. So, But we're going to get back to that when we come back on the other side of this break. We'll be right back after this. I to walk. A long walk. A-, a walk with you. A walk I smelled squirrels on, but I stayed by your side because I could tell, could feel that you had a bad day and me being bad wouldn't make it any better. But being there was already helping a little anyway. And then we found that wonderful thing. Waiting there. Waiting for you and me. And you smiled. And through it.
2: And I decided right when I picked it up, I would never, ever leave it anywhere. Ever. Because that wonderful, bouncy,
1: roll-around thing had made you play. And that had made you smile. Put
0: more play in your day. Veniful. Play. It's good for you.
2: Wow. It's really coming together. Yep. This way, everyone will know about all our great discounts. Safe driver, online, homeowners, more discounts than ever before. And they still get great service. Is it oh, yeah. well, just me or is it getting funky in here, right? Get your groove on, y'all. Get you on the flip side. I'd tell him the sign's not finished, but it would just break his funky little heart. More discounts, more ways to save. Now that's Progressive. Call or click today.
1: There are over half a million apps and counting on the iPhone. Apps that can take you anywhere and do anything. You might say there's no limit to what
0: this amazing device can do. So the question to ask is, why would anyone want to limit the iPhone? We don't. Truly unlimited data for your iPhone. Only from
2: Sprint.
1: Alright, welcome back to Zero Today. I'm your host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. We're glad to have you here today. We're glad that you have tuned in with us one more time. And we're back when we before we went to the break, we were talking about Halloween. And um I, I had somebody in the chat line, chat room, um and um caller off the air were talking, we were we were discussing about um, religious value of halloween so i think she's still on so i'm bring her back on and we're going to talk a little bit more about uh you know is it demonic or is it is it um holy unholy what is it i, I say it's secular um so hello call you yes I'm all right here. all right now you 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 were saying that um you did your research about it and and uh, you talked about All Souls Day and and everything like that. So so let let my audience um just just curious. So so why do you why do you think it's evil or or do you think it's evil?
0: I don't really. It's my it's evil to an extent, but I don't think it's really evil. To be honest with you, um, it was said when I was doing my research on Halloween that Halloween the holiday was started by Christians in dressing yeah. up like other you know cellular of uh, evil people like monsters, witches and stuff To that's when they can come out and do things And come out into the world And, it, and they go trick-or-treating or they did things They didn't even go trick-or-treating to be honest They just had little parties like Halloween parties mm-hmm. And they just, you know, they just went on, and then things got added to the holiday, which made people think it was more and more evil because cultures um as you know as culture go on as time go on, cultures change, we start adding things to things, but uh that's when I did my research on it. that's what I found out
1: yeah it and yeah it it well, it does have christian origins um and uh the ancient Roman Church, uh, I say ancient. It, it started out. Um, uh, well, basically, they 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 brought in the pagan practices of some some of the communities in German and Germany and uh, those European communities. Uh, they brought that in their practices and um, uh, the ghouls and all that stuff that that those Eastern or uh, those uh, European origins. Uh, but it, um, I'm saying um too much. But but the All Souls Day, the, the, the tomorrow would be All Souls Day, and in in Western Christianity, particularly here, uh, in in heavily Catholic areas, and in Mexico where they celebrate the Day of the Dead, and yes. um, in South Louisiana where I'm from, um, they have you know All Souls Days is when you go and you know you dress up the tombs, you you know you paint them, you clean it up, you, the, the graveyard, the grave sites, and things of that nature and you go to the mass and you pray <laughs> basically what it what it was is you, you go to the mass and you ha- have the feast of all souls uh or uh, and, and basically you know you, you pray for your 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 folks you knew didn't make it to heaven <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. they're, they're, they're stuck in purgatory <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. Well, i you mean know,
0: we celebrate it in different ways. I mean, when we're when we we're gone, our kids and the generation and generation, it's just going to change. I mean, people get stuck up on, well, then Halloween is evil, and that's the reason why I would not let my kids celebrate it. Well, then that's their opinion. But I believe a kid should be a kid. You need if your parents took you to do it, maybe you should take your kids to do it because that's what's wrong with society today. We need to let kids be kids and not grow them up so quick.
1: Okay, that's great. That's let me ask you this question. Let me, let me ask you this question now. Letting kids be kids and celebrating is all. How do you how do you feel about these churches having hosting alternative Halloween events? For example, my church is hosting what we're calling a fall carnival, and it's it's tonight. And the way it's set up, you know, of course kids may dress up in costumes of that nature. Uh and I I I, you know, I mean, it's it's basically trick-or-treating in the church. And uh, you know, I have been in several churches that have that. Uh do you think that should be happening? Because if we're gonna condone if we're gonna condemn a holiday as being evil, we shouldn't celebrate and acknowledge it altogether, right?
0: True, but I'm gonna say this. It's all about politics these days We have to be politically correct A Halloween, Another name for a Halloween party Is a harvest fest Or a fall carnival We renamed it It's still a Halloween uh, party No matter how you look at it But you're celebrating it on the day A lot of churches and what they have Started doing They don't celebrate it on the day of Halloween They'll do their they, uh, Fall fest on that weekend, or on a, the following weekend, to make it seem like it's not being ce- they're not celebrating Halloween. But either way it goes, absolutely right. yeah You're
1: absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely you are right. still
0: celebrating Halloween, no matter how you look at
1: it. Uh, you make a good and, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it so no matter if I understand you correctly, no matter what day they observe it, if they allow same practice, of kids coming dressed up in costumes uh, and or handing out candy and things of that nature, it's still the same thing, right?
0: Yes, and then also, some churches have went to the extent where the kids don't dress up in Halloween costumes. They just come as they are, and they still getting candy. Okay. So it's just, it's still the same. Either way it goes.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I I appreciate it. That that's that's good information, good good call. And I appreciate you for calling and and like I said, I said this before and I said this again. Uh and, and the caller touched on this. Times have changed and um I'm not sure I would say politically correct times, but we are in an area in an era where there's so much so much, so much, much uh more stuff that's except. i mean, let me show you. I was watching T V last night and I don't, <laughs> I I rarely watch TV on Tuesday night. I was watching Fox in the line of shows on on Fox last night, and I I don't know whether to be, uh, you know the state of the state of the of the world uh, as far as culture is just it's quite 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 different, and it's hard to say quite. All right, Carlos, you Thank you for uh, 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 chiming in with on that, and if you chime in on the else, feel free. Keep you on the line if you like to. All right, so uh, we're going to transition away from the Halloween topic. And I really want to get into, um, I, I know Sandy is going on uh, still, um, uh, to, although it is, it's not as severe a storm as it was uh, when it came in on Monday. My heart goes out to those people there on the East Coast. Uh, and particularly for me. You know, and my friend, my family, you know, from being on the south, uh, the Gulf, you know, Louisiana, you know, we, it's no, <laughs> it's nothing unusual for us. You know, we're used to it. You know, And uh, for you know, some people who were not taking the warning seriously, some lost their lives. And, you know, a lot of people lost property. and It's, it's just a fact, you know, it was a day of affairs of some of the things that have been going on. But I I yeah, I was really, really bubble. I watched Fox News and, and how they're politicizing I can politicize the storm. I, I mean really. Uh I, I, it was a bad, sad A Fair fight yesterday, uh and um Monday and yesterday they were politicizing criticizing uh the, uh Christie uh Jersey, cause he you know he's receiving he's agreed to read federal funds and you know, disaster relief and they're criticizing and, and stuff like that. And there was one um one person coming out of uh Iowa who's uh running for election and, and he debate um for Congress or whatever whatever he's running for Congress I'm not sure if it's for the House of Representatives or uh, the state I I caught the article Very this morning. Where he stated that it doesn't, you know, he, he said that um, federal disaster money shouldn't be given, shouldn't be spent because of the fact that he believed they just spent it on Gucci bags and massage. <laughs> Massages. I was like, Part of me wants to say you're dumb. Uh, another part of me wants to say I stand. You know, we're talking about being fiscally conservative and, you know, responsible and making sure we can afford to send the because a lot of people don't understand. And being from from Louisiana and, and now in the uh, city along the Gulf Coast, where we have tornadoes regularly and we have uh, storms, you know, regularly hurricanes regularly. Um. Is you know when, when areas are declared as disaster areas, they know they're going to receive money from the federal government to help build. And that does and not So that's where I believe the uh, the the congressman was out of line for saying that that money doesn't go to the end. It goes to the it goes to the state government. It goes to state legislator to appropriate appropriate it to the local. Um, Municipality. So, so I mean, the way he, the way he uh, presented it is like, you know, FEMA just give out, and, and FEMA did do that after up. FEMA did give individuals Some of those individual checks were, you know, they were squandered. It's plain and simple, you know, somebody from from the boot, and you're gonna say, well, your house was valued at a hundred thousand dollars, willing to give you three hundred thousand dollars. All $300,000 of that, <laughs> all that ain't going to go toward getting a new house. <laughs> the casinos did shut down <laughs> Hurricane A lot of, you know, the industries around there, the entertainment industries around didn't shut down. It didn't phase. Trina, Rita, Isaac, Gustav, all didn't phase for very long. You understand? So people still had fun, as a of fact. Immediately, the the ferry going. following Katrina. They had a parade. Uh, we had a parade. So, hey, uh, I, I said that because I want to understand that representing assumptions in, in 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 government and spending and all these issues regarding economy and things of in a, in a nature. But again. Individuals are responsible for themselves, not the government. If government is responsible for the individual, then there be a lot of Disappropriation going on. A lot of disappropriation going on. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. So continue to pray for those. Deals. Continue. Uh. uh, uh and, and, and if you can go to Red Cross, donate blood, uh, do something tangible to uh make a, uh to help those people re- in the recovery process and i saw few uh being without power here in the we know how to live without power we got generators we got candles we know what to do so keep it up you get your power back on we know after ice there was one year we had an ice storm in arkansas when i was in college and we were without power <laughs> It was cold, but we may do it. I, I, after Katrina and most uh, recently, when Isaac, this past season, Isaac, it knocked my power out for about a day, but it came back on. Uh, well, with Katrina and with, um, actually, with Rita, that was Hurricane, Hurricane Rita, which was right after Katrina. Um, that did more devastation. I think we're without power. um, in my area for several for several days. Uh but it was it was kind of comfortable, you know. Uh, so So we'll be praying for you and uh do what you can to help those people. All right. Take a quick break and uh, another break here. And we'll come back from this break. We're going to we get into this Sorry, uh, the story of the killing violence happening in churches today a lot of that going on so we'll talk about that when we get back
2: I wasn't born to push papers
0: I was born to push myself to go where I'm needed to keep this country safe
2: I was born with the backbone and brain power to take on any mission. This is my office.
0: I was born ready. GoCoastGuard.com
2: When BT made a commitment to the golf, we knew it would take time, but we were determined to see it through. Today, while our work continues, I want to update you on the progress. BP has set aside $20 billion to fund economic and environmental recovery. We're paying for all spill-related cleanup costs, and we've established a $500 million fund so independent scientists can study the Gulf's wildlife and environment for 10 years. Thousands of environmental samples from across the Gulf have been analyzed by independent labs under the direction of the U.S. Coast Guard. I'm glad to report all beaches and waters are open for everyone to enjoy. And the economy is showing progress, with many areas on the Gulf Coast having their best tourism seasons in years. I was born here. I'm still here, and so is VP. We're committed to the Gulf, for everyone who loves it and everyone who calls it home. Today, we stand against the tyranny of single mile credit cards. Battle speech, right? Mm. May I? too long. People have settled for single miles. With the Capital One Venture Card, you'll earn double miles on every purchase, every day. Hawaii, here we come. So sign up today for a Venture Card at CapitalOne.com. And start earning double. double What's in your wallet?
0: Can you play games on that? Not on the runway.
1: Oh. Well, you know, it's another holiday season coming up. And... I don't want you to wait to Black Friday to go to all these big stores and try to get the latest gadgets and gifts, moles and all this stuff for your family and friends. You know what? You can do something. You can get some very unique and personalized gifts online for free occasion from RedEnvelope.com. RedEnvelope.com. You can find everything you need. Any occasion for her, for him, for baby kids, jewelry, for the home, bar, entertaining. Yeah, they even got some good sale items on there. You know? Uh, for example, if you have an anniversary for your husband, your boyfriend, you know, check out branches they have available on there. And, you know, if you're looking for Christmas items, hey, check out their good Christmas items. They got some good thing, good Christmas sales going on already. You can find anything, new arrivals for Christmas. You can find things for birthday, anniversary, uh, housewarming, everything you can think of. Weddings, you know, who who does fall weddings? I don't know, but, you know. <laughs> Whatever you can think of, you can find a unique and personalized gift right at RedEnvelope.com. And I tell you, they have some great price, great prices for you, great items. You want to check them out. I, I found some good items on here that have made some people's great. Matter of fact, I saw some watch movement cufflinks that I had looked at and reasonably priced. You can even get those fancy dipped chocolate strawberries. Hey, you know, whatever you think you can get for somebody, uh, you know, instead of going to Walmart, Target, now those are good places to go. But check out Red Envelope and see what you can find for every occasion, unique and personalized gift. That's RedEnvelope.com.
0: I'm working for an hourly wage. I went to high school, didn't do great. Still, I gotta make more cash. More education is what I'm looking at. When I get a degree, I will...
1: Welcome back to Zero Today. This is your host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Glad that you joined us. If you want to get your thoughts, insights, opinions, or whatever you want to get on the air, 347-237-5230 is the number to call to get your thoughts on the air. Uh, and the chat line is open. If you want to get in the chat room, share your thoughts there, feel free to do so. You know, uh, the last promotion about uh, Red Envelope, I, I tell you, you got to go there. if you If you love... Unique gifts, that's the place to go, I tell you. You can find some well-priced gifts. I, I know it's a cheap plug, but, hey, I use it. I, I, I've used it before, and I, I think you do it too. Besides, they got some other great partners too, like Pro Flowers. So, you know, you might need flowers for that special occasion. Uh, uh, Sherry's Berries is another good place. I love Sherry's Berries, I tell you. It's wonderful. Um, uh, so you want to check them out. It would be a good thing to do that. Okay. Well, again, we're back. We've we've been having some good topics. We've been talking about Halloween. Talked about Sandy and the politicization politicization of Sandy, uh, the storm that was has been dubbed Frankenstorm, storm of the century, yada yada yada, so forth and so on. But continue to pray for them and the leadership, those areas, the governors, the uh, mayors, and uh, you know, and the people. And the people, I, I've forgotten how many. I think they said it's, been, it's responsible for at least forty deaths. Uh, now that's not just the the East Coast; that that's from the Caribbean. On the entire path that the storm has had since it became a um, uh, it became it, was, it became a named storm. So, uh, continue to pray for them. All right. Uh, so we're in this last segment here, and I, I wanted to um. I really want to address the the issue um that's plague that's that's coming about in churches right now that is is scary it's scary there has been an increased uh there have been increased acts of violence um in, in churches recently and not only now not only um with shootings but I'm talking about fighting fights. Um, stabbings things of that nature it has been increased uh has been on the increase in churches uh well houses of worship because it has just affected uh churches but uh earlier this year you had the shooting at the Sikh temple and um uh so and you had um well, last week you had the shooter uh at a world changers in a church international which is pastored by uh, dr creflo dollar uh senior uh, creflo dollar and um then during the same day, just days later um a pastor in the fort worth texas area was was brutally beaten in his own sanctuary with a guitar from the church um, by a man who ran his car into the church And then proceeded to beat the pastor to death, and and, and y'all just—it just just scares me um, that uh, the the sanctity of the house of God is no longer reverenced. Uh, you, You you know there there was. It used to be where people didn't do anything to the church. It was too sacred a place to do anything. But now people come to church packing. I mean, I've been in the service where the preachers were packing. Uh, you know, when I when I say packing, they they had um, they had guns on them on their person during the service. They they had that, um, and uh, I was at a uh, one service where. I was threatened um, I, I, after i got ordained um, this was some years ago after i got ordained in the ame church um, there was a young there was a preacher there who i we don't know why but she threatened myself uh, several other pastors and and the presiding bishop to kill us. she threatened to shoot us and we had extra security on that particular uh closing service for the annual conference and I didn't understand why the person included me in this. And when they informed, they, and this is what she did. She went to the bishop's wife and she made sure the, she didn't go to it. But in the presence of the supervisor, the Episcopal supervisor, the wife of the bishop, she let her threat be made known. I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot Reverend Neil and, and I'm not going to name the others, and bishop. And we... You know, I, I was like, "What did I?" If we later discovered, you know, the, the, of course, and, and what made it, well, she was a preacher. She was, she was uh, an itinerant elder, and she had been uh, removed from the charge she had, and, and I guess because of her removal, that that led to the threat. Thankfully, thank God, nothing happened. Um, she was removed. I don't believe she was arrested, but we did have. Um, we did have armed uh, security dressed down, you know, plain dress, plain clothes officers at that service. But it's been a startling, startling, uh, events, you know, happening to, uh, church, churches and ministries. And so there had been increased recognition for the need for, uh, intentional security, uh, at churches, and you know, I, I was surprised with the first church I went to, and they had security officers armed. Security officers who had a church in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I, I later discovered the neighborhood, you know, was prone to crime, and that church had had had, had experienced that. And even in the neighborhood where my church is, that you know, I when I first arrived, you know, I was hearing gunshots regularly, and these folk are bold. The folk. They have, let me tell you, uh, now this is an act of violence to the church, not necessarily to the people in the church, but, you know, they stole, just this year, they've stolen one of our air conditioner, central air conditioning units, and this is real bold, they stole the shrubbery. I mean, they stole our plants. They literally dug them up. (laughs) I'm laughing about it, but it's hilarious. I mean but it, it, it you know that's that's really bold. But it's even worse it's even bolder when when uh churches can uh be violated through acts of crime. Um now uh there's a, I came across a website um by uh, mister um Carl Chin. And Carl Chin is an uh, he ex he's an expert in church security he, and he, he's put together and developed programs for churches to have intentional security, comprehensive uh church security. And if you want to visit his website is w dot com. And he gives he gives uh statistics on police really force incidents that have occurred at churches since nineteen ninety nine. Uh, only in the US. And um he's put together um the, the data, and you can go through and see it. Um, for example, uh, he talks about just in 2012, uh, the the uh, incidents that have happened just this year. There are at least a dozen that have happened just this year. Uh, of course, with the most recently being occurring in College Park, Georgia. With world changes but also in Atlanta about a month ago, um, not even a month ago. Um, where was this? Uh, yeah, it, not not in month. It was this month on the 16th. Um, Ronda Rivers was at uh, New Birth Church, and a child got discovered because uh, her car was uh, was stolen uh it talks about uh a church here in gulfport mississippi where the pastor was molesting children and luring them in uh all kinds of these acts um fight fighting at a church in delaware where shots rang out um and you can go there and you can just look at all these incidents that that uh, have occurred just this year. Uh, these are what he calls um uh incidents of uh, uh, violence some some um excuse me I, uh, violent crime so uh let me give you some statistics real quick. Now this is now here's daily four incidents at, um, and this again is from his website, uh, chin dot com. And so you can go there and check it out. But this is current up until uh, the twenty fourth of this month, October twenty fourth. There have been a total of six hundred and thirteen deadly force incidents since nineteen ninety nine, and a number of those uh, are those six hundred thirteen, two hundred and forty eight of those, about forty six about 40% of those have been um have resulted in death now that's a large number it seems small but this is this is this this is alarming we're talking about uh, october being bullying national bullying month national uh domestic violence awareness month and, and national breast cancer breast cancer awareness month but I, I think we should bring attention to uh Make it a national church safety month or something. But uh, he lists these statistics, and it's it's just alarming. Um, some of the things that that we we're seeing here: robbery uh, in, the, in, the, in the since 1909, 111 robberies, 80 deaths. Uh, oh, well, 80 deaths, or uh, uh, 80. Let me get this correct here. Oh yeah. All right. Eighty spillover, domestic spillovers. In other words, domestic fights that spilled over into uh houses of worship. And of course we've seen that quite a bit. And uh where that has happened. Um, and, um so a lot of these um, um a lot of these incidents involve uh, list of things that may have triggered the attack was violence. Um and think about um the <laughs> uh recently about a year ago i think it was the Amish men that were fighting each other uh, one destroyed or burned down Amish town killing some of those and they were Amish themselves it, it's just amazing <laughs> uh, uh total incident weapons known uh tax had more than one weapon 632 Attacks had more than one weapon. Uh, in other words, there was go- 369, or about a little over half, 58 percent involved guns. 17 percent of 108 involved knives. 21, or uh, 3.3 percent, involved a vehicle. 37 involved uh, fire bombs, explosives. That's about uh, roughly six percent, and 97 involved poison beating hangings fires uh, uh, various uh, and, and again this this is this is alarming and of all of those of, of the statistics that he lists 325 were killed and of those killed 198 were male and of course about uh, uh over 500 of those who were killed were male but also uh, over 500, uh, over 300 of those who were killed were males, and over 500 of those who were who are uh, who committed the crime were male. And you'd be surprised; there were some females who committed the crimes also, but uh, uh, most of the ones committing the crime were male. Uh, um. Uh, it is just interesting that i i'm, I'm finding as, as i read through this it, what what, I, what what disturbs me the most is that this is a growing trend while the numbers may seem small it is a growing trend and i mentioned this in my church um just this year alone and i i said this on my on my bible study last week but but I, I there had been at least uh three dozen killings, deadly force incidents, uh deaths, at least at least thirty that I knew of. But reading here, just in two thousand and twelve, two thousand and twelve there were sixty murders, suicides, uh uh, uh homicides. In 2012. Now here's the statistics. Now listen, th- check this out. Now in 1999 there were 22. In 2000 there were nine. Now jump to 2008, there were 50. These are all at houses of worship. 50. 2009, 54. 2010 52 and then it decreased decreased in 2011 it went to 48 but it literally almost i mean it jumped about 10 percent oh actually more than 50, about 20 uh, uh almost 20 percent it jumped from 48 to um 60 so that's quite a bit that's quite a bit of increase about yeah about uh, about about well, about 20%, give or take. I'm not a mathematician. So it it has increased in just a year's time. So what is that saying about the people who are committing these crimes, the aggression that's taken out? You know, it scares me that people are becoming so frustrated. So for example, the, the, the pastor uh, in Fort Worth, and I can't think of his name right now, uh, if you can get that name to me, uh, I, maybe I, I I'm gonna look it up real quick. If I spend more time searching this instead of a <laughs> red <the> envelope, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, the pastor killed in in in, in Fort Worth was beaten by the aggr- uh assailant and. The, the the nature of the crime the nature of the crime denotes that one uh there may have been some type of affiliation with 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 that pastor and of course we also know we also know now that um the person who um committed the the murder at at world changers was a former employee And You know, back in the 80s and early 90s, we used to get, you know, the term was going postal because the postal workers were doing, you know, they would go in and kill. And and, and those crimes were so rare. But now we're seeing that not even the church is safe. Uh, Okay, Pastor Danny Kirk Sr., founding pastor of Greater Sweet Home Baptist Church in Fort Worth uh, is the name of the pastor that was uh, beat to death and of course the, they're saying that the per, the suspect had some mental issues um but he the 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 suspect was also he also died after being uh he died in, after being taken into custody so pray for his family also the suspect's family pray for them and the the suspect and um and the murder at, at well changes now this is what what really really hurt Hurt my heart, and my heart goes out for Pastor Dollar and the members there. But here, this person, this guy, was leading prayer, and the person, you know, didn't even, the, the killer did not even respect prayer. I, he walked right up and point blank killed the man. And you, you you don't want to think things like that would happen in the church. Uh but it happens he fired 12 rounds into this guy and then walked right out like nothing happened so um, I, you you really you, you really have to, you really have to think about this and when i talked about it, no 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 shot on any pastor or any preacher um, but you have to think about the power of the word if we believe the word of God to be the covering, we believe God to be the covering, where's the power that kept that man from shooting? Where's the power that kept that pastor from getting beat? Where Where is that? I believe it still exists. Uh, I mean, i am be honest with you. I, I think there are a lot of churches that are just too watered down uh, with their preaching that allow for some violence like this. But that's just my thought and opinion. Um so what can we do about that we don't you know it's bad enough you don't want to have security with guns and people walking in you don't want to have metal detectors in the sanctuary uh or in the in the lobby of the sanctuary you don't want to have to you don't you want to the church has always been a safe haven for people and, and when when we have incidents such as this there is no sense of safety uh, there's no sense of protection. It, it, it scares me. It, it hurts my heart that such exist uh, conditions exist at this time. And I know I've ha- heard some people criticizing uh, Pastor Dollar for attempting to raise money to pay off the the man's debt. You know, I think he asked for two hundred thirty-four thousand. That's the goal they wanted to get to uh, pay off all the debts. My my only thing was. Um, you know you have probably he has thousands of members, so he probably have hundreds die a year uh would he do that same thing for every other member if they're you know uh does he have a benevolent fund to cover such a thing uh, you, you know things like that and i i, I know first first hand experience oh not first hand uh second hand experience about uh some of the care, you know, some of the some of the things they provide to the community, and and some of the services that they offer to their members, but they are not full, you know. Even, even then, some serv- some members don't get the full uh, full uh, accessibility to those services. So, it, you know, it's 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 a wishy washy kind of thing. You know, how how can he balance those services out? And would would he do the same for another person who's killed it? You know, what about the members' children or, or sons, daughters, or who are raped? Uh, would he would he raise the offering for them to cover their medical expenses? Or uh, about the one who is murdered in a gang? Would he raise money for their family? You know, things like that. I, but that's a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. And but the only thing we can do is. One, we we do need to teach our members. Uh, we I, I think we need to begin to teach our members about safety, uh, and and being being aware that the church isn't as, uh, the environment isn't like it was twenty years ago, ten years ago. We didn't really see as uh, as I gave you the statistics. You know, the the numbers were were much lower ten years ago. Uh, than they are now. And you have to ask you know, question what is really going on? What can we do as body of Christ to ensure that our members are safe, that that our pastors are safe. And I'm I'm gonna throw this out because you know, we we are protected by God but we gotta make some good better decisions. We gotta start walking upright. We have to start renouncing the hidden things of darkness. Um And we must do as Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, we must put ourselves on every man's conscience, literally. I mean, we must have those people thinking about us as pastors, as ministers, to the point where they're recognizing the sanctity of our life, the value of our life as ministers, the value of our work as ministers, the value of our commitment to the church of Christ a body of Christ and to the communities that we serve. And when we do that, we're renouncing these hidden things of darkness. We're getting out of the, all this other stuff. We we may we may be able to uh, uh, curb some of the violence that's going on. Well, my time has run out. I'm glad that you guys have joined me. I, I hate that I you know didn't spend as much time as I would like, but we're glad that you joined us. And, again, next week we'll come back with another good show, and we're hoping that you tune in. But till then, peace, love, and soul. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Y'all take care. God bless you. We're out.